What up, Talking Fight fans? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Knuckle Up with myself, Mike Orr, and my man, Cedric Bannon. Then, you know what we're doing, bringing you some prospects out of Japan to look out for. And honestly, we got a good one today. Uh, carrying on with Tekken Promotions out of Japan, boxing gym that's been around since the 20s, man. Honestly, big, big things that these guys are doing over in Japan. They definitely have a great roster. They definitely have some great up-and-coming fighters. Uh, you know, I've been through their entire list of fighters, and they do have some some great up-and-comers that are coming around. But today I want to talk about one that um, has, has been on U.S. soil twice, um, or no, three times, actually. And, and honestly, uh, he's a great fighter, man. He's put up some great, great matches against really good boxers, and uh, the we're top talking about this really good. The top yeah, guys, the top guys, the top and we're guys. talking about Masayoshi Nakatani. Nakatani. Yes, Nakatani. Um, you know he's a Japanese professional boxer. He's held the OPBF lightweight title uh, between 2014 and 2019, and won the WBO Intercontinental lightweight title in 2020. Uh, Nakatani fought. His first 18 bouts of his professional career in native Japan. During this time, he won the OPBF lightweight title in January of 2014 and successfully defended it 11 times. Then he comes over to, to the U.S. for his first fight against Teofoma Lopez. Uh, he is supporting the record right now of 19-2-0 with 13 wins by knockout. This kid's 5'11 and a half, 71 inch reach in the lightweight division. He's ranked second in Japan right now out of 103, and he's ranked 15th in the world of 2,112 lightweights that are registered and active. He is 33. Um, Cedric, what do you think? Uh, I think he's an exciting fighter, um, crowd pleaser, and a, a very good boxer at the same time. Usually, usually a crowd pleaser is just known as someone who's just a, a brawler. With not good defense, um, he very he does like to mix it up, but um, you know he is a good boxer. He likes to fight with his hands down. He likes to take those chances. Um, uh, but again, like you said, he put up some great fights against some of the top guys. Teofimo Lopez. The only losses were to the top guys. Yeah, Lopez um, and Lomachenko. Exactly, exactly. You know, and and at that time, both Lopez and Lomachenko were you know at their height of their you know they're still in, obviously in the middle of their career, but that's yeah. when both of them were were uh, you know tops of. Uh, um, you know, at, at their height. So Nakatani, uh, very good competitor. He brought it to Lopez too. And the thing with Lopez, even though he lost unanimous to Lopez, like yeah. he still put up, like each round was was a close round. It's kind of like, um, you know, close. the, the, Jar the Charlo and Castano, both of those fights. Um, he didn't rematch any of them, but like he, he was even with the Lomachenko, he was in there. Um, well, actually, no, Lomachenko. Lomachenko stopped him, correct, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, still, though, he was he was still in that. And, um, you know, uh, but with the Lopez one, it was just like the Castano was close. Even though Lopez went unanimous, he still put up a good fight. Right. So, yeah, man. Definitely. This kid is one of those guys, man. He's a, he's a heavy hitter. Uh, he does like to have his hands down a little bit. He takes a little bit too much damage for my liking. But you know what? He can take that damage. And that shows uh, in, in a bunch of his fights, man. Uh, you know, he hails from the suburbs of Osaka, Japan, uh, you know. Kid was born in '89. He celebrates his birthday on the 8th of March every year. And this guy, he started his boxing career as an amateur and eventually turned professional after a while. And on June 12, 2011, uh, he faced uh, Shuoka 
in his pro boxing debut and defeated him by TKO in the second round. Um, but after registering two straight victories, his confidence was high. His winning streak further increased as he went on to defeat uh, Laguna and others. And on January 11, 2014, he captured that OPBF lightweight title by defeating Kato. Uh, following that day, he went off to defend the title against every opponent he faced and was able to retain his title. Uh, some of the opponents he had defeated was uh, Sismundo, um, Morita, uh, Ten Tenada, and Sermona, and Tomika, and Futa. And, you know, nonetheless, he backed up and returned to the ring. And, you know... After this loss to Tiafomo Lopez, he ended up taking on Felix Verdejo for the vacant WBO Intercontinental Lightweight title. He won the fight and captured that WBO Intercontinental Lightweight title. And honestly, guys, that was a great fight to watch. Uh, after after he lost to Tiafomo, he said he was coming back to you know put put Verdejo in his place, and he was going to definitely knock him out and win. But he did come through with that big win. And honestly, it's a great fight to watch, guys. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out, man. It's a TKO in the ninth round. Uh, Nakatani was down in rounds one and four, but then Verdejo was down twice in round nine, and uh, eventually it, it, it ended the fight. But, you know, he comes back after that win, takes on Lomachenko. Lomachenko brought it to him, but, you know, he dished it out, man. It was a really good fight, really close. Um, you know, he, he he landed some nice shots, man, on Lomachenko himself. And I know you're watching it right now. I got the uh, the Verdejo knockout on right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know what? The guy, he's at a Tekken, Tekken promotions, Tekken gym in Japan. You know, one of the oldest uh, uh, gyms in Japan. And definitely. Oh, yeah. Give, the, give that history. I'm, I don't know if you talk yeah, about man, you know, it. In, in the 20s. In the 20s. It became... It became known in the 20s, Tekken Gym. So it all started in the early 20th century when Wantabi, who learned to box in San Francisco, California, uh, since 1906, he went there to bring it back to Japan and establish Nippon Kento Club mm -hmm. as the first genuine boxing in Tokyo. On December 25th, 1921, um, this this gym was underway man and we're talking like early 20th century here and honestly they've been producing fighters since then and honestly japan has a very deep boxing root background and honestly a lot of people around the world don't know it that's why we're doing the japanese today that's why we've been doing them all week and honestly guys be on the lookout for these guys they got work ethic like none other heart drive they can take shots and they can definitely dish it out man and this is definitely one of them you want to watch Yoshi nakatani be on the lookout for this guy you know he the fight the fight against lomachenko was um back june 26 2021 you know he's been out of the ring for a while uh but you know what i, I think we're gonna see him before the year's up uh, i'd like to see him get in there and uh you know, take on take on somebody else, man. That's uh, that's in that top range, man. Because this kid definitely, definitely can hold his own in the ring with these top guys, and it shows in all of these fights. In his last three fights, it definitely shows. Yeah. Anything you want to say before we get out of here, Cedric? Uh, just uh, do we know when his next fight is? No, it hasn't been scheduled yet. He okay. has been um, sitting at home though, inactive for you know about 10, 10 11 months. So mm. it's uh, it's about time that we're going to see him jump back in the ring for sure. You know, um, yeah, man, he's an exciting fighter, and and he's one of those fighters that 
That's uh, even if he's losing the fight, you still have to pay attention because he can get you out late. Because that's exactly what happened in, in the Verdejo fight. Yeah, he got dropped twice early, and ended up still, you know, just just uh, um, staying strong. Ended up stopping Verdejo in the ninth round. As I, I'm just seeing that going into that fight or after that fight, uh, Nakatani was that was his fourth win by KO in his last five fights. So you know, what I'm saying he was on he's on a good streak. He was on a good streak. His only two losses were to, were to the top guys. So. Money, you know, we got to make sure we follow this guy's career because he's he's uh excited. Definitely. We, we definitely will be following his career, man. Like I said, right now he's ranked 15th, 15th in the lightweight division. So you know, we're talking, we're talking. You know, he's uh, under Javier Fortuna, just above Maxi Hughes, uh, you know, just uh, just above Bertolette, uh Rivera. You know, he's got lots of people behind him. He's got lots of good guys in front of him that we can put him up against. You know, you got Garcia in that in, in that running as well. You got Yoshino. You got um, Diaz. You got Isaac Cruz. You know, these are these are a bunch of guys, a bunch of top guys that he could easily get into the ring with. And I think we will be seeing him before the end of the year, man, uh, getting back in the ring. Definitely want to see this kid back in there doing what he does best, and that's knocking people out, man, for sure. Guys, thanks for tuning in to today. Join us tomorrow, same time, same channel. We're going to be talking about a Japanese female boxer, uh, not part of Tekken Promotions because they don't have one, but we will be talking about a Japanese female boxer to be on the lookout for. So join us tomorrow, same time, same channel. Talk and fight, you know what it is, man. Hit up that website, subscribe, like, share, tell all your friends. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same channel. Luck a lot, man. <laughs>